Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Sandy and Mandy show. I'm Mandy. I'm Sandy. Today's episode, we are talking about Gemini's crazy bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all already fucking know. (laughs) It's fucking Gemini season. I hope things have been looking up for y'all because I feel like this season brings in just the new the new fresh air of energy if that makes sense today we're just gonna be talking everything all about gemini's because this is my fucking episode this is my season (laughs) so i have a gemini moon i constantly feel restless i have a gemini sun and a gemini venus (laughs) (laughs) i think the gemini venus really kind of makes me a Gemini (laughs) because I do get bored easily. I'm not gonna lie. I need to feel like stimulated all the time and I need to feel entertained. If something's draining me, if something's stressing me out, I'm very ready to throw it out and, (laughs) and, you know, just move on to something else because I want to have fun. Geminis are all about the fucking fun, y'all. I feel like with my Gemini son, I love attention. I get attention pretty easily. Really, all I have to do is just walk into a room and yeah. (laughs) 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 The energy that Geminis hold is just very refreshing, fun, flirty, and just a good fucking time, honestly. So Geminis are the sign that rule the planet Mercury, which is the sign of communication, which is why they talk a lot. (laughs) They're the sign that is able to translate, communicate, and just teach people a lot. Yeah, that's what I appreciate about Geminis is that they can really speak on anything, bro. Uh, so many things in my head that I want to say. Um, yeah, Geminis can talk a fucking lot. I don't know if y'all can tell with me, but <laughs> I feel like Geminis just really have a way with words, like what Sandy said. I also feel like Geminis know how to use words in a way that favors them. And also, we definitely know how to weaponize our words like as well. I feel like that's always come pretty easy for me. (laughs) Wait, can you explain that? Whenever somebody wrongs us or whenever somebody pisses us the fuck off, like we know exactly what to say, I feel like. I feel like the words just come to me so quickly on how to fucking check this person or how to get my thoughts and my feelings across in a very concise but very clear way. Yes, effective. Geminis are the messenger, period. And they're not like so critical like Virgo. Virgo is the, also, the other sign that rules Mercury. There's so many things that run through our heads that sometimes we just find something better to say. So then we forget whatever the fuck else we were about to say. I just, I really do just like talking. And like you could place like a person in front of me and if they have anything that's like to the slightest of my interest, I will keep talking on and on and on. And just because I talk to somebody really well, it also doesn't mean that I like them either, if that makes sense. Like, (laughs) and I'm saying this more for strangers. Whenever people run into me like at the market or whenever people just talk to me for whatever fucking reason in public and I don't actually know who they are, I can talk to them for a minute like for a fat minute. And I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's easy for me to talk comfortably with people. And so people start to feel comfortable and they talk comfortably to me back. And then all of a sudden it feels like we've known each other for years. So yeah, whenever I talk to strangers, I can talk for a while, but it also doesn't necessarily mean that I like the person. 
I just like like talking. And then after the conversation's done, I'm like, hmm, how do I actually feel about that person? And I either feel like, oh yeah, I, I like them, or actually, mm, I don't really think I fucked with them like that. But the conversation was nice. But yeah, I just love fucking talking. Oh, and then whenever I'm intoxicated, oh bitch, I'm talking. <laughs> like if I'm like drinking or like at a bar or like if I'm in any social events I could talk 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 and about what sometimes bitch (laughs) anything I literally like I don't have that in me at all (laughs) I'm like what I can literally talk about anything bro like if anything slightly interests me it could be about something that I barely have any knowledge about but if I have a little knowledge about it and somebody's talking about it I'll be like oh and then I'll say my knowledge about it. And then they think that I know so much about it. And so I just keep talking and I'm learning more when they think that I already know a lot of stuff, but I actually don't. And I'm just continuing the conversation. And so, you know what I mean? It just, it just keeps going and going Yeah, and going. the flow. Yeah. I see. I see. The Gemini brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Recently, I just got put on to a new astrologer and their name is Alice Sparkly Cat. They're Asian American, queer, non-binary, and they're from New York. So that's really cool. They are also go by they, them pronouns. With their writing, they're able to express the way astrology works in such a way that I've never read before because it will be like pretty sentimental that other astrologers won't dive that deeply into. So that's what attracted me to their writing. I found that their Instagram posts and just the way that they write about astrology is just very digestible and something that can easily resonate with people. Yeah, and we're also reading these posts from alicesparklycat.com. So y'all should check them out. We're going to put them in the description. The name of this article is Loving Venus in Gemini. It says, in most cases, Gemini Venus will be an awkward Venus, a Venus without inclusion and without belonging. Damn. Yeah, that's real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's very real. Loving Gemini Venus is a loving Venus that feels as though it has nowhere to go. Loving Gemini Venus is loving a Venus that remembers what it's like to have no people, to be the odd one out who no one gets, and to simply not look like anyone else who is in the same room as them. Jesus. That's going to be emotional. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm being dramatic. And then it says there's a lot out there that laments, laments. I need to go back to school, y'all. The avoidance of peregrine. Peregrine? Why the fuck is the E silent? Yeah, it is peregrine. goddamn English language. <laughs> they're just smart for all those vocabulary words, bro. <laughs> no, for real, they're smart as hell. I'm like, yeah. damn. <laughs> so then they say, we complain that Gemini Venus is flighty, that it likes to distance using humor, and that it sometimes finds more comfort with the acquaintance than the friend. Damn. Yeah. That yeah. damn. They really put a lot of things into words. Words that I couldn't have done myself. But then they said, but that's not how Gemini Venus always behaves. Mm. Gemini Venus is a Venus that must be taught intimacy with slowness and compassion. Bro. Exactly. Oh my fucking God. Oh, they get it. Oh my God. They get it. They really get it. 
The Gemini Venus is I know love a chase, a slow burn and a chase. (laughs) And I think the reason why we love a slow burn and a chase is because it's stimulating like the entire time. That's true. And it's something that's building up to something. And so like, I feel like, I feel like whenever Gemini Venus is, or let me just speak personally. Personally, I feel like when I get things too quickly or when things are just like thrown all at once, like right at me, it's just like, well, okay. Now what? Right. Now what? Because, I mean, not to say that, like, I always just get everything and then lose feelings and then, like, want to move on. I mean, like, I will try with the person because I do care about people. But more so, like, emotionally and, like, mentally stimulating, I feel like it's hard for things to keep me entertained, if that makes sense. Especially if people start acting... You know what? Let me not get into that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Gemini Venus is a Venus that must be taught intimacy with slowness and compassion. It's a Venus that questions the purpose of relationship. Mm, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not the snap. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Venus that is deeply curious about relationships. So curious that it freaks out, excited about all of the new feelings and meanings involved in them. Gemini Venus is like a teenager in love. There's just so much to explore and learn. Yeah. And again, I feel like when the love and the relationship starts losing a lot of the fun and a lot of the chase and the slow burn, when it loses all of that, it's just like, bro, like, again, like, what now? What what else is there for me? Because the, the shit needs to be fun, like, at least fun, you know? Every day. Every fucking day. When they learn that being around people you love changes your oxytocin levels, they study different relationship structures, anarchist relationships, and play with definitions. Oh my gosh. I think relationship anarchy is such a great way to go about relationships. When they learn new things through love, they can't wait to share it with you. Ugh, I love sharing. Like, (laughs) I share so much with you, like, every day. I feel like we're always telling each other, like, what we're doing, like, just, like, randomly, like, (laughs) what we've accomplished, literally. I think that's that's our love language is just, like, just sharing with each other. Oh, true. And what I like about that is that I know if I share something with you, like you don't have to, but you are going to support me. Like every time I shared something with you, you've been really supportive and I don't feel like I have to hide anything. Yeah, I feel the same way, bro. Loving Gemini Venus is loving a student of intimacy. Loving a student of intimacy means that you must walk in with no assumptions about how things must be done or about how they need to be done. Let's snap for that one. Come on, Alice. <laughs> Come on, Alice Sparkly Cat. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's just so true because I really, I feel like anytime you try to box a Gemini in whatever expectations you have of them, when you box them in what, whatever you would just box them in general, like we immediately want to get out of the box because I feel like we don't like when people tell us what to do, when people have expectations of us that we didn't even sign up for, because I feel like personally, I need to feel very free and I need to feel like there are no limits to who I am because the minute somebody tries to limit myself, it never ends well. Like I'm always going to walk away, bro. Like (laughs) anyways, Loving a student of intimacy means that you must walk in with no assumptions about how things must be done or about how they need to be done. Why must people eat on dates or kiss each other on the mouths? Why can we not kiss each other on the toes in greeting? Why must we marry our lovers? Why can't we marry a friend and then... 
I'm sorry. Whenever I read this, the sentence, I was taken aback. Why can't we marry a friend and then fuck an enemy on the first Thursday of every month? <laughs> These are Gemini Venus questions. Tell them anything about how relationships are supposed to go, and they will sit there and look at you mouth agape, wondering how on earth you got where you did. And they will ask you to deconstruct your experience, and you will learn something new with them. Oh, yeah. I feel like you're always going to learn something with a Gemini. Always. Gemini Venus isn't just interested in relationship anarchy. They're interested in relationship deconstruction. Only after the deconstruction is complete can they play with the pieces. I feel like they really describe the Gemini Venus down pat. Yeah, I feel like Alice is so observant. That's what I really, really appreciate because it feels so personal, these posts. And I'm like, dang, you really know what you're talking about. Yeah, you can tell that they've interacted with a plethora of any astrological placements. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And yeah, exactly. They write in a very personal way that people can really easily resonate with, which I really respect and admire. So thank you, Alice Sparkly Cat. Yes, thank you so much, Alice. Okay, are we ready for the Gemini moon? Yes, let's get into it. (laughs) Okay, so this article is called Reparenting Gemini Moon. And it says, you're a Gemini moon. You like being the one person to think against the grain in a room. You're so used to thinking against the grain that the versions of you from Tuesday to Thursday could probably get in a long winding argument against one another. You don't mind being wrong. You don't mind playing the bad guy. In fact, you often find that that's exactly the role you play. You find that people are more happy to blame you for a group's unhappiness. Oh my God. (laughs) Dang. I was not expecting that for the first paragraph. (laughs) No, it's so true. Yeah, (laughs) we're always the bad guy, Chun-Li. Always. (laughs) You're a Gemini moon. You've used to saying one thing while doing the opposite. Oh, you see no moral qualm in that. Contradiction is a fact of life. I mean, hey, it's true. Steve, again, whenever there's an expectation or whatever, a label, whatever that's put on us, we want to go in the opposite direction. Even whenever it comes from ourselves, like we want to do something and then all of a sudden we want to go against what we said we do. Yeah, I think the Gemini and Sag sister sign placements have that, they have that flaky trait. (laughs) It's just because honestly, this is why. In the moment, I have no idea how I'm going to feel. I could tell you we're going to hang out you know, in two days. But when that two days come and I don't feel good, we're not hanging out, bro. Like, it's all about the energy. We don't give a fuck about timing. We care about divine timing. So Love that. that's a Gemini. <laughs> Gemini moons are the first to speak out against power. Gemini moon is an undisciplined thinker, a thinker that thinks across and beyond disciplines. Gemini moons either did spectacularly or failed in school. I'm a college dropout. Gemini moons only talk about topics when they are unpopular. Yup. <laughs> they are first to defend the marginalized. Holy shit. That's literally Hell my yeah. brand. <laughs> mm-hmm. They only flip against a formerly held stance when they sense that the tides of power have shifted. True. Like if I'm getting too known for one thing, like I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I I fucking feel that, bro. Because it gets old. (laughs) Exactly. We get bored. Yeah. I'm like, I need something fresh, exciting, surprising, unpredictable. I guess other stuff about Geminis, though, they have amazing fucking style. And they always look young. 
because they're the third sign. So I feel like if you're in a sign that's like in the beginning, you look younger. I feel like they are the inner child personified. And looks wise, I think Geminis have a strong forehead and brow bone. I'm like looking at my <laughs> looking at my forehead now. <laughs> Y'all got all that knowledge in there. <laughs> They're just always fun looking and just very vivid or just very like their own type of person, or, like their own style from what I've seen. I feel like to add on what you said previously about not doing the same stuff over and over again because it gets old. I think that's why we love change so much because change just feels just super refreshing and change yeah. just makes us feel like alive again, <laughs> if that makes sense. I love change because it means that we're not attached to anything we can have everything that we need one day and the next day we can decide actually i don't even need any of this stuff anymore and then we always know that better is coming to us so we don't give a fuck <laughs> bro exactly and because of that i feel like gemini placements are known to be like pretty detached i mean if we're gonna be honest like i feel like detachment is gonna get you through life like is yes. it not <laughs> And because again, things are always changing. So like, why am I going to attach myself to one thing for the rest of my life? Because I feel like that's just going to end up in disappointment. You know what I mean? Detaching can be freedom. And we love freedom. <laughs> Apparently, Gemini Venuses are known to be like pretty detached or just like air Venuses in general, which I guess like I can agree with because I really have no problem like moving on from like people <laughs> or like relationships, do you know what I mean? Just because I know that life is so vast and like there's just so much room for different things to come and things that can fit you in a better way yeah. than the previous one. And I don't have like a scarcity mindset when it comes to like relationships because there's just so many people in the world and I just want to experience life to its fullest extent. And so with that, I'm sure I'm going to meet a lot of fucking people. And so I'm just opening the door for whatever's going to come, you know? Yeah, they're never going to stop coming, bro. <laughs> no, because I feel like we really do receive a lot of messages a week. And it's so unexpected. Yeah, I feel like people are always coming in. And again, it's never a wrong thing to let go. Because if it comes back, that's how you know it was meant to be in your life. No I expectations either for it coming back. Because honestly, when things come back, it does not have to be immediate. No expectations for anything that's outside of your control. As a Gemini moon, I'm just emotionally fucking restless, bro. I mean, the good thing about the Gemini moon is that I feel like I'll ask as many questions as I can about any particular conflict that I'm in, and I will always find my way out. I'll find like four ways out, to be honest, to not feel stuck. I, don't, I hate feeling stuck. I hate feeling confused. Oof. So I'll do anything. <laughs> I feel like we hate feeling stagnant. Like we mm -hmm. hate staying in the same spot. Like we for real do not like being stuck because we're used to moving. We're used to being active. We're used to always, always going somewhere, you know, because that makes us feel alive. <laughs> and I feel like the internal monologue that just keeps going and never stops. I think that's definitely like a mix of like our Scorpio and our Gemini and like your Scorpio sun with the Gemini moon and then I'm the Gemini sun with the Scorpio moon. So bitch, our minds are just going. Like we're just, bro, whenever I smoke, oh my God. Like yeah, yeah, same. Dude, like 
I'll literally just be like, I'll be chilling. And then all of a sudden I have to write down this long ass monologue of like amazing thoughts that come to my head. Bro, <laughs> like, say that. Bitch, bitch, I know our notes app is sick of us. Like <laughs> as a Gemini Moon, I have four journals. <laughs> and I think I have like six blogs. <laughs> I have to like organize my thoughts because they are literally endless thoughts. And I'm like, bro, like I've always written in journals since like literally elementary school. I've always written oh. something. I always had shit to say. And bitch, we always have something to say, <laughs> whether it be out loud, whether it be writing, whether it be typing, like bitch, it's always something. <laughs> That's so fucking true. So yeah. That's our little episode about being a Gemini, welcoming in the Gemini season. I hope things are looking up for y'all and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Love y'all.